This is the title. Resurrection. Say it with me. Resurrection. Qualified by love. Resurrection qualified us. Nothing else qualified you. Only resurrection. That's all it took. The resurrection to qualify you when in reality, we weren't worthy. According to man's standards, none of us were worthy. But he qualified us. So the resurrection qualified us. I want two verses on the screen quickly. I want Hebrew chapter 12. And then we're going to go to, um, I believe, John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31, or 31 and 32. And we're going to minister on these two verses. We only have a couple of minutes because we're going to perform baptism today, which is a blessing. Give it up. Give it up for those that are going to be baptized. Amen. It's going to be a blessing. And um, so let's get those two verses on the screen, if you don't mind. Hebrew. Here we go. Hebrew chapter 12, verse 14 says this. I got the camera on the way. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Verse 15. Looking diligently, lest any man fail, say fail with me, fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Ain't that interesting? A root of bitterness can cause people to be defiled. Say with me again. Resurrection qualified us by love. In other words, by love, we are qualified. Now, you might say, Pastor, this verse has nothing to do with the title. I understand that. I understand that. John chapter 20. The final verses that seem to conclude the book of John. This is really, in reality, this was the conclusion of the book of John. But suddenly, the Spirit of God told John, hey, no, it's not over yet. Mm -mm, it's not over yet because I got to deal with something. Many can be defiled. I cannot just resurrect and leave. I must deal with an issue that's causing, that could be a stumbling block for many to come. Resurrection qualified us by love. We'll see it in a minute. John chapter 20, verse 30 and 31. But these things are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Next verse. And many other signs did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Now, I want you to see something very clear here. That's, I mean, if you just study scripture and you know about writing a letter and you know the introduction, the body, and the conclusion, you realize this is the conclusion of the book of John. Chapter 20, but we have a chapter 21. John is writing, but we have a chapter 21. It seems like God is telling John, listen, it's not over yet. You thought it was over, but it's not over. In other words, he's trying to reveal something very key for the body of Christ. Why? Because a root of bitterness springing up could defile many. And I, know, I, I don't know about many of you, but I'm very studious when it comes to the word i dissect the word i love to just dissect it i don't just read it like reading a book i read the word and i make sure why is that comma there lord why that period why did you say 
peace and then you say in the world you will have tribulation wait we make that like one straight sentence when in reality you say i leave you my peace period in the world i'm not of the world so the reason why i'm being afflicted is because i'm participating of something i shouldn't be participating but he gave me his peace do you understand so dissecting the word and seeing key in scripture like a period why the periods there why there's a comma why there's a semicolon i need to know why is this lord is that what you're really saying or that's just a concept or an opinion or am i following what everybody says and i'm not searching out the scripture like the bereans to make sure that everything you said is true have you noticed that jesus says something very key in the prayer the model prayer to the disciples in matthew 6 and luke 11 they asked him teach you how to pray jesus said you pray this way our father in heaven and at the end jesus says amen well did you know that jesus never said amen and none of his prayers to the father he said amen at the beginning verily verily why verily 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 is amen why because what i'm going to say is true but you have to say amen after you pray or after you hear somebody because you got to make sure it lines up with me you got to make sure it lines up with god's will for your life sometimes we say amen to everything they're preaching everything they're saying and we're just in agreement with something that's not from god for me so you're saying amen, amen to everything, and you're applying, what you're doing is you're getting in one accord where two or three agree, and anything, they shall have it. You're having something, you, it's not for you. The reason I'm saying all this is because what I'm going to show you now is key. John 20 seems that, to reveal that John is really concluding his book. But the Holy Spirit says, no, there's something very important. And the reason why we read... Hebrew chapter 12, 14 and 15 is because Hebrew chapter 4, 4, 12, 15 says that be careful or a root of evil, of, I mean, a bitterness might spring up and many be defiled. See, we got to take in, in consideration that the purpose of resurrection is to draw people to him. It's not just he resurrected and gave us life. Wait, I can have life, but am I drawing people to life? I need to draw people. A little root of bitterness springing up can cause many to be defiled. And that's why I read, I quoted Romans chapter 8 verse 19 that says clearly that our creation is growing to see the manifestation of the sons of God. Creation wants to see him, but are we projecting him? We got to be careful because a root of bitterness can cause many to be defiled and we're not fulfilling his purpose. Chapter 21 quickly of John, I'm going to be reading in my Bible quickly. This has to be like really quick. I'm going to read some powerful verses here. I can't see you. Don't have glasses. But I can see the word. John chapter 20. And I know that God is so awesome because God knows how to redirect us. How many believe that? You know what the book of Jude says? It says that Jude was writing about the common salvation but suddenly he was redirected and started writing something else sometimes what we think is not what god is thinking i want to talk about salvation god said no you're not not in the time you're living there's no time to talk about salvation now jude you have to talk about these that are infiltrating into the body of christ and perverting the body that's the book of jude he redirected his writing <laughs> 
That's what he did with John here. I'm concluding the book. And the Holy Spirit says, no, you're not. Chapter 21, please. Chapter 21, verse 1 says this. I'll be reading. And this is important because before I read this, you must understand that Jesus said in Matthew 26, he told Peter, listen, before after the crow sings three times, twice, you're going to deny me. And he did. You read verse chapter 26 of Matthew, verse 69 and on, and it says that the rooster crowed the third time, and Peter said, oh my God. Now, what time does the rooster crow? Somebody say it, please. Dawn. It's a new dawn for you. Peter didn't understand the Lord was telling him, listen, although there is a root of bitterness in your heart, when the rooster crows, I'm telling you, it's over. I'm resurrecting and giving you a new beginning. You're qualified by love through the resurrection. Nobody qualifies you. I wasn't qualified by men. You weren't qualified by men. Men don't qualify me. Exaltation doesn't come from the north, the east, the south, or the west. It comes from the king. John 20, quickly, I'm going to read verse 1. I'll read verse 3. It says, Simon Peter, this is after chapter 20, of course. Simon Peter said unto them, I go, I go fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. Then went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And the last night they caught nothing. Now, this is key because Peter had just seen the Lord and the Lord. And suddenly he says, listen, I'm going to go fishing. And as soon as he said, go fishing, he drew a group of disciples with him. The reason he did this is because something was still within him. That through the resurrection, he was qualified by love, but he didn't know this. So now he's the root of bitterness that sprung up in Peter's heart caused many to be defiled. And they started following Jesus, uh, Peter, and went back fishing. We know this because when you read Matthew 26, the last verses, it said that when Peter cried out with bitterness in his heart because he had denied Christ three times. Now, this is important. And I got to do this very quick. That's why I'm trying to control myself here because of the time. It says here in verse 4. Well, that's verse 3. Verse 14 says, this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was risen from the dead. In other words, now Peter is fishing with the disciples. Jesus shows up on, on the sea and tells them, hey, children, you have something for me to eat? Nobody un interpreted his voice. Peter that was close to him didn't interpret his voice. But John interpreted the voice of the king. And John said, it's the master is the Lord. Peter immediately dressed himself back up because he had undressed himself and dove in the water and swam to shore. You guys know the story. But then something else happens. While they're on shore, Peter, the Lord starts talking to Peter and says, hey, Peter, I got a question for you. Do you phileo me? Do you phileo me? Do you love me? We're friendship love. And he says, Lord, you know I love you. Okay, attend my sheep. I want you to hear something. He's qualifying Peter without Peter knowing 
that it was the resurrection and the love through the resurrection that qualified him. Now, Peter's still drawn within himself. Why? Because he takes up bitterness. He was bitter because he denied the king. You keep reading, and then he says again, Peter, the third time, do you love me with phileo? Peter says, Lord, you know I love you with phileo. Okay, feed my flock. But then the third time, he says, okay, Peter. Now, he's taking Peter to understand he was only qualified by love through the resurrection. I want you to see this. Peter, do you agape me? Do you love me unconditionally because you said that you were willing to not only go to prison for me, but die for me? And he's, the Bible said that Peter was grieved in his spirit and said, Lord, you know all things. Do you know what he's saying? Peter's saying, wow, you qualified me when in my heart I know what I did wrong. There was a, bit, a, a, a springing in me, a root of bitterness because of what I did. And I thought I would never get over it. Where I told the disciples that I was just going fishing and they said, I'm going with you. I was drawing people, defiling people because of the root of bitterness in my heart. Only because I denied you. But suddenly, Jesus says, look, Peter, you're willing to die for me. But the time's going to come when they're going to take you where you don't want to go. But you'll be willing to go only because you know how much I love you. The Bible reveals, or history reveals, that Peter was not only crucified, he was crucified upside down because of the love of God, the love that he had towards his Lord. He says, I'm not worthy to be hung on a cross like you. Please turn me upside down. Are you guys understand? Now, I don't have time to break this down like I really would like to because we have to baptize a couple of brothers. But this is key to understand this. What qualifies us is not the good or the bad that we do or that we perform. It's his resurrection. Through his resurrection, he qualified us. He couldn't leave, although John said, listen, the book is over. He said, no, 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 the Holy Spirit said, it's not over. I must tell the church, let the church know that Peter has springed up a root of bitterness and many are going to be defiled by him. I can't let this happen. I must appear to Peter once again and ask him, does he love me? So I can qualify him, although he knows he has bitter in his heart. In other words, we've been all qualified by the resurrection. The resurrection qualified us because he proved his love to us. You might think today that you don't qualify because whatever situation you've been going through. I have news today for you. Today, 2,000 years ago, Jesus resurrected to only say, John, you qualify. No, but I'm going through a situation that doesn't matter. You qualify. You're qualified by my love. In other words, my love has qualified you through the resurrection. So if you feel unqualified, I have news for you. He's qualified you. Only his love has qualified us. The Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 5 that the love of God been shut abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So we lean on the Holy Spirit and we are totally qualified. Forget about what people say about you. Forget about the pinpointing. No, he don't qualify because of. Listen, when there's disorder, the Spirit moves. The Spirit's still moving in your life no matter how disordered your life is. You're qualified. Sometimes it takes love to cause you to say he cares.